Future Talk. This is Future Talk with Omnial Saleh and Hany Balkis. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to Future Talk right here on Pulse 95. It is Sunday, the 19th of December. Hope you guys had a great weekend. I know I did, and the weather is amazing. But, ladies and gentlemen, right here on Future Talk, we got a lot of news to talk about today. Don't we, Omnia? Yes, indeed. We are talking about a world's first today because the world's first and most advanced space telescope is set to launch in one week. This is a first of its kind. We've seen telescopes before, but this is by far the most advanced one. And I'm so excited to share with you a lot more details about it in just a few moments. Yes. And we're talking about my favorite app of all time, TikTok, and how it's going to serve a new market as it is entering the restaurant business. What could that be mean? mean? I mean, TikTok, restaurants, <laughs> where's the correlation? Oh, I think between these two there's all forms of cor- correlation how yeah. many recipes have you seen on tiktok a that- lot and now i'm hungry as soon as you said <laughs> recipes tiktok food my stomach went <laughs> i feel like this is the best industry tiktok could possibly ever enter because it's so fitting to how many recipes people love on tiktok share on tiktok and even try out coming up in the world of apps we're talking all about whatsapp and the new feature that they are launching where you can now preview voice messages before sending them so that you can double check that nothing wrong was said in the voice note before it's too late. Yes, and for our Tech This Out segment, we're talking about a new sustainable home right here in the UAE and how it's giving visitors a personal carbon footprint statement at checkout. What could that mean? And are sustainable homes the new thing? Well, you gotta just tune in to find out. You know, speaking of new things, Metaverse has been making headlines everywhere. But one thing I did not expect to see happening in the Metaverse is the launch of new planes. Because Boeing is planning to enter this world of the Metaverse by building its next airplane in it. What's that plane going to look like and how is it going to be making our lives become a lot more easier? We're going to be sharing all those details and so much more in just a few moments. So keep Pulse 95 locked. We'll be right back. Daily digital news. Bits and bytes connect our world. After 20 years in the making, the wait is finally over. This year, the world will witness the launch of the most advanced space telescope that's going to be launching a little bit before we celebrate the beginning of 2022. This is a $10 billion James Webb Space Telescope that's going to be capturing the universe in its infancy. Yes, now during the holidays, the $10 billion space observatory will lift off on a European Airline 5 rocket from a spaceport near Kourou in the French Guiana in South America. Now the telescope will be capable of looking back 13.5 billion years to see the, the first stars and galaxies of the universe in search of signs of life. Now imagine that this telescope will be able to look back 13.5 billion years. How does that even work? Well, I mean, I, I, I honestly cannot grasp the concept just yet. But, you know, this telescope has been in development by the U.S. and the European space agencies for almost two decades now, and they have faced a couple of delays. Now, after several launch delays this year alone, a date of December 22nd was set, but technical issues did even push it further to December 24th at 4.20 p.m. Gulf Standard Time. So we're looking at 
December 24th at 4.20 p.m., the launch of the James Webb Space Telescope. Yes, indeed. Now, they did face some problems, especially when it came to the data cables that were connected between the telescope and the launch pad equipment. But but luckily, that problem was resolved and the launch is back on. This is going to be a historic moment that took 20 years to come. So a lot of people may not have understood. Researchers, scientists, they didn't really know what happened about 13.5 billion years ago when the universe was large largely made out of protons and helium and that turned into something that made galaxies for the first time. It's what a lot of people um, know as the Big Bang Theory. So now we'll be able to get a better look, a better understanding at what happened 13.5 billion years ago and how can we prepare for the future. Mm -hmm. Now a lot of people may be wondering, so this is a telescope, what's really special about it? What makes it any different than what we've seen in the past? Yeah, and again, the number one question for me, and I guess a lot of you know listeners are having, is how will it see back in time? Yeah. Now, to study the early universe, the telescope will be able to see, again, 13.5 billion light years away, meaning it will see 13.5 billion years back in time. Now, telescopes are mostly described as time travel machines Mm -hmm. because they observe distant objects. Now, the light from these objects takes years to travel to Earth, so the telescopes see the objects at the moment it releases the light. Now, mirrors are an important component, and on the James Webb uh, Space Telescope, 18 primary mirrors are built together in the shape of a honeycomb that measure around 6.5 meters in diameter, and they're six times bigger in area than the Hubble's uh, telescope, which was at one point the most strongest uh, telescope, but I do believe the James Webb is 100 times more powerful than the Hubble one. And again, it will help reflect infrared light more efficiently, and the mirror is covered with a thin coating of gold. So the question is, Mm -hmm. does that mean space travel or sorry, does that mean time travel could be, you know, a thing in the future? Mm. And I talk about the future. I'm talking about maybe (laughs) 200, 300 years down the line. Mm, That's going to be an interesting one. Yeah, because I mean, 13.5 billion years in the past. So maybe one day humans will master the art of time travel. Who knows? But I'm definitely excited to explore how the position of this telescope will be able Mm -hmm. to give it leverage over other ones that we've seen in the past. So what makes this telescope stand out is the way it's positioned in outer space because it's basically going to be following Earth around the sun. And this strategic location would allow it to see further in space than any other telescope that was ever made before. It would be able to detect some of the first galaxies that we haven't been able to explore before, study the atmospheres of exoplanets, and even planets outside of the solar system. It's also going to be able to look and search for any oxygen present on any other planet in the solar system. So if we've ever been wondering whether there is life on Mars or Venus or Jupiter or any other planet, this telescope would definitely help put us on the right track. Let us know what are your thoughts and if you're excited to see the world's most advanced space telescope taking place right here on planet earth in just a few days coming up on today's show we still have lots to share with you as we discuss the upcoming news of tiktok maybe possibly launching their very own restaurant keep all 95 locked we'll be right back daily digital news
Bits and bytes connect our world. Ladies and gentlemen, at one point in time, TikTok was where everyone <laughs> got their recipes. And I do believe a lot of people still get their favorite recipes or new recipes from TikTok till this day. I know a lot of mothers, you know, they'd see Arab side of TikTok and new ways to create new food. And I personally have stolen a couple of TikTok ideas and implemented it in my life. I want to know what did you steal? It <laughs> Is was, it food related? Yes, it was the Oreo cookie brownie. Are they the ice cookies? cream? Oh, I thought the cookies you used to get that were like so good. Yeah, well, no, those were ma- Mama's homemade cookies. But okay. there was another cookie mm. that I did during lockdown. It was Oreos, brownies, cookies, and then you put on top of it ice cream with M and M's. I'm drooling over here. <laughs> I I gained about like a kilo and a half because of it. And TikTok has been a prominent, you know, platform for giving us quick, fun, and easy recipes. But now TikTok is going to serve a new market as it is entering the restaurant business. Now, the video sharing platform is teaming up with the virtual dining concepts to launch delivery-only TikTok kitchens across the U.S. Never have I been more jealous about not living in the U.S. as much as I am reading about this news. Because honestly, I mean, this is the best market that I feel like TikTok would be able to make a change since... The majority of TikTokers out there, you can say, are very food-related. You would find hacks on how to cook things faster, cook things healthier, some very different recipes. One of the most well-known ones are the feta pasta dish that I actually tried and was pretty... Uh, pretty let down by it. But regardless, it's just a matter of time before TikTok goes into the restaurant business. And in the U.S., starting from the month of March, they are going to be actually launching delivery-only TikTok kitchen locations. So these are what we would call ghost kitchens or virtual kitchens. They are, you know, they don't have a physical space for you to go ha- to go ahead and have a meal, but they'll cook up the food and send it to wherever that delivery station is capable of delivering to. So the company has actually been uh, eyeing a very big customer base, about one million, one billion people who would be interested in trying out this restaurant or these restaurants in general because food and recipe videos have become you know a key part of their market about millions and millions of views they get just out of people watching food videos on the platform yes and again uh, ladies and gentlemen food is something people from all places can all love and relate to and you know virtual or cloud kitchens or you know ghost kitchens like omnia did mention are right here in the UAE as well, and they have mm-hmm. been very successful in the past. I know a place near my house yeah. that does about 18 restaurants, and I found that out, obviously, because uh, I'm smart. That's number one. <laughs> and number two, because they would have the same desserts. I was like, wait a second. Hmm, <laughs> something's fishy. Something's fishy, right? And, you know, within time, I, 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 understood, that, I understood that it was a cloud kitchen. And let me tell you, these cloud kitchens are amazing and they do a really good job at it so i'm looking at you know the future and omni i actually about two years ago a year and a half ago i think it was pre-corona i think it was 2019 we brought in a guest who did you know have a cloud kitchen and yep. i believe they're one of the first in the uae mm-hmm. and it was a brand new concept and you know voila two years later we're looking at how cloud kitchens are becoming very 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 you know uh, popular not only in the uae but in the u.s as well 
And the beauty about cloud kitchens is how anyone, anyone, if you have a good concept and you have a restaurant, but you don't have the actual funds to have a mm-hmm. kitchen, right? You can rent, per se, a space. And again, this is just how technology has not only shaped the medical sector, the the the, the, the work sector, but also it, also the food and beverage sector as well. And again, I feel like it's amazing. And my stomach is rumbling right now. I can't. I had cereal in the morning, but I'm hungry right now. I, I, I need to have a breather for a second. I feel you on yeah. that one. Um, especially because, as you've mentioned, virtual kitchens or ghost kitchens, they're the perfect way for people with small ideas to be able to focus all of their efforts, all of their funding on the quality of food that they're serving their customers instead of working on the location, making it look pretty aesthetic to attract more customers now if you've been wondering what is this menu of the tiktok kitchen the virtual kitchens what will they have they're going to be based on the app's most viral food trends so you better believe the baked feta pasta will be on it it was actually ranked the most searched dish of 2021 by google they're also planning on having the pasta chips i don't know if you've come across those honey they've Mm. had mixed reviews where you basically turn your unboiled pasta into chips. Um, they're also going to have the smash burgers, oh, the can corn we end ribs, the, story, <laughs> the corn ribs, you name it. They're going to have a lot of the well-known TikTok dishes become a part of the menu. Let us know your thoughts. Would you like to have such a concept start out right here in the UAE? And I think it would actually make a great concept for those who have the funds, want to try something out. It would be nice to have a kitchen or a restaurant that would implement all of these dishes. Yeah, and ladies and gentlemen, if anyone's in the Sharjah area, pass by Pulse95 Studio, bring me some food because <laughs> I'm hungry now and Omni is not making it a little better at all. I think I'm going to have to jug uh, all these bottles of water in the <laughs> studio just to, you know, make my stomach go quiet because Omni, I'm not joking. It hurts now. What's your favorite? We want to ask everyone, what's their favorite TikTok recipe that they've tried and loved? It's like tried and tested now. See, see Omni, with me, honey, I'm mm. not I'm not big on food per se. You're not I'm big, big on, on food? desserts. Oh, yeah. Okay. I don't care about cooked pasta, Dessert feta cheese, right? I don't care about that. Okay. I care about, you know, my sweet tooth. Oh, of course. And that is my biggest problem <laughs> in life. I, I, I will eat chocolate and cookies and donuts instead of real food. Oh, God. Okay, I don't care about real food. I care about the junk food, the desserts. (laughs) So my favorite of all time. Mm. Oh, my God. I'm salivating. I can tell. It is the donut brownie. Where do you get these recipes from? Donut brownie that is infused with caramel. I need to look this up right now. Let I, us know. <laughs> I, 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 we, had, we did it in the farm one day, and it was oh my amazing. God, let us know. What Candy is your... apples are fun too. My teeth hurt no. already. <laughs> let us know what is your favorite recipe. But coming up on today's show, we're talking all about WhatsApp and the brand new feature that they're launching that will help protect you from future embarrassments whenever you send out a voice note. Pulse ninety five. Apps all around. What's worth a click and download. This is a fantastic feature for all those who tend to send voice notes and they can be very lengthy ones, myself included. And then only after you send it, you realize, oh, I shouldn't have said that. Or like, was that the right thing to say? I don't remember saying this. Now WhatsApp is allowing you to preview your WhatsApp voice note before you go ahead and press that send button, preventing any future embarrassments. 
I send messages with no regrets. Of course. You barely send WhatsApp messages. Come on. Regardless, <laughs> no regrets. I never delete messages. You know why? Because I'm a man of my word. And You're I'm a man a, of receipts. And I'm a man of sending my messages. Now, we do know that a lot of people will send voice notes by accident, and I've done that before. You know, I'd be sending a voice note, then all of a sudden, like, my finger would... Like lift off the screen like a millisecond, mm-hmm. and then it's send, and I'm like, man, I like, <laughs> I like sound dumb now or something. But WhatsApp has recently released a preview feature for voice messages, which will let you check whether your ramblings are making sense before inflicting them on others. Now, I like to ramble a lot. Me too. <laughs> right, and I'll go, you know, off track a lot when I'm sending voice notes, especially. You know, if I'm telling a story, that's why I would la- rather do it over the phone. So, you know, there's tons of times where I would make the listener lost when I was telling my story on WhatsApp or any other platform. But now the meta-owned messaging service has said that the feature has been slowly rolling out in recent weeks. And now it is available across all platforms, including iOS, Android Web and Desktop. Now, according to a help feature for the page, the option to preview a voice message does appear after you press the stop button to finish a recording. Now, you can then preview it with the triangular play icon, delete it with the trash can icon, or even send it with the send button. I actually want to try this out with you right now on air. Live review. Do it because you know why? It actually didn't work that other time. No way. I sent it when I was trying to listen to it. Okay, let's see. Test one, two, three. Sending this to Hani to see if it works. Okay. I will press. So we're supposed to record a voice note and then we you're, press you're stop. You're too slow, Omnia. One second. Oh, it worked. I pressed stop. You have to lock the voice note, though. Yeah, and the then... voice note is now locked. I'm getting it no right way. now. One, two, three. I sent it when I was trying to listen to it. Oh my God, my voice. Okay. Let's see. Okay. So I can view it. I can even click on a certain part. So let's say I just wanna I just wanna listen to what I said at the end of the voice note. You can click on that part and then I click send. And Mm. it's sent. Which is really nice. As we've mentioned, it's great for people who ramble or send long voice notes. Edit voice note option. We're turning it into a podcast, not a voice note. (laughs) Some people just send like seven minute voice notes. I don't know what you're talking about. I had a friend back in university. Yeah. Where I would always have to, you know, think twice before sending him a voice note because he would reply back with a voice note. You know when, like, you're driving, for example? Yeah. And you're like, you got to send out the voice note real quick. You can't really, like, text it. <laughs> so I'm usually a texter. I'm not a voice noter. Yeah. So I'll send him a voice note, and I'm like, man, now he's sending me seven-minute-long voice notes. Now I'm stuck. And now I'm stuck. And then, you know, it's like, just because I sent a voice note doesn't mean you have to reply with me. Another voice note. True. You can just, you know, send a text message. Now, that's the frustrating part about people who enjoy voice notes. But to get you excited about some upcoming features that WhatsApp is planning to launch, and they're looking to be very close um, in their launch, WhatsApp confirmed that they were actually planning to launch a voice transcription feature. So one day, WhatsApp will be transcribing your voice message rather than having the person listen to it. So let's say in your case, Hani, that seven-minute voice note would turn into a basically his life story in on text.
So I'm interested to see how that's going to work out. Especially, you know those circumstances when people send voice notes and you have to be like, oh, I'm in the middle of a meeting. I can't listen to the voice note. Just send it by text. And they'd be like, just listen to it after. And then you never remember to listen to it after. So now, soon enough, WhatsApp will be able to transcribe that message for you and make it a lot easier to kind of read what that person is saying instead of listening to it. Yeah, because sometimes, you know, because you, you, you have to pause everything when you're listening to a voice note. You can't do anything. No, you just, can. Just close the WhatsApp and No, other on platforms, for example, you know. True. What's up? I don't use WhatsApp a lot again. Mm. And again, you know, what's up? Uh, transcribing uh, these chats or, or these voice notes is a very good thing because I'm a very quick reader. So it's going to save me tons of time. Absolutely. Let us know if you're excited to be able to now preview your voice message before sending it. I don't think this is the great. This is a great feature for those who hate listening to their very own voice. But nonetheless, it'll help save the time of the person that you are sending this voice note to. Coming up on today's show, we're talking all about a sustainable home that will be able to kind of give you a summary of how much carbon footprint are you using every single day. And guess what? This house is based right here in the UAE. Keep Pulse 95 locked to find out more about it. Check this out. Check this out. Ladies and gentlemen, we're talking about new sustainable homes right here in the UAE that is going to give visitors a personal carbon footprint statement at their checkout. Now, a lot of people care about their carbon footprint and whether or not, you know, they produce a lot or they produce less. And I personally think you shouldn't really be caring about your personal carbon footprint because other people or other companies are doing the carbon footprinting, not you. If everyone said that, That's no what one I think. would take care of That's planet what I think. Earth. Yeah, I mean, we do have to be sustainable, but I do believe, uh, you know, I'm on the fence with that one because, uh, you know, statistics do show that the top 18 companies produce all the carbon footprint in the world. Right? But it's okay. If everyone said that, you know, what, what difference will I make? No one will be taking we, care of Earth. We are drips in an ocean, Omnia. I agree, but every little effort matters. Effort, effort does matter, 100%. I'm with you on that one. Mm. But again, uh, you know... Uh, so you wouldn't I, want to live in such a home? No, I don't mind living in a conservative, sustainable home. But the the the, the topic was, you know, uh, global warming, you know, for climate change. It's the top 18 companies in the world that are doing so much damage to planet Earth. And we're trying to cover up their damage, you know. They should pitch in. They are pitching in. Kind yeah. of, somehow. Apple is. Didn't they remove boxes and, yeah, and, and remove chargers so that we can go ahead and buy more chargers? Yeah, that they're producing already. <laughs> exactly. Um, but jokes aside, you know, right here in the UAE, we definitely are taking the United Nations Sustainable Development Co Goals into account by creating the most sustainable home just yet because this apartment that we're talking about you go ahead you live in it and it will give you a personal carbon footprint statement upon checkout so you'll get to find out how many equipment did you use how many appliances did you use and how much energy did that actually contribute to mm. the worldwide carbon footprint so this house is actually even powered by the sun so it's fully based on solar power it's fully equipped with eco-friendly appliances to help you conserve energy and the best part about it is that it also comes with different options so they've created many apartments there are studio apartments one bedroom two bedrooms so you can pick the home that fits you and your family best and at the same time you're helping reduce the overall carbon footprint now 
I don't know about you, honey, but personally, I feel like <laughs> it's mm. gonna sound funny to some people. But comparing your electricity bill every single month helps give you kind of an idea of how much electricity do you use and how much can you conserve if you think about it. If you just turn off your the lights regularly after you finish using them, using you use the bathroom, turn off the light. You use the you don't need the the AC for now, turn it off. These are little things that people actually don't think about. We just leave lights on and we don't take into account how much they add to the carbon footprint. Yeah, I mean, again, uh, you know, every small detail matters when, you know, uh, taking care of your own carbon footprint. That's why a lot of uh, governments are even pushing electric vehicles. And it's always nice to see how much you are, how much carbon footprint you are producing every month or every Mm -hmm. year. And right here in the UAE, we are very, very, very adamant on sustainability and we care about the environment a lot. At COP26, you know, the UAE did... uh, make a lot of pledges to do their part on you know their carbon footprint and you know climate change and global warming and this is just another step for us you know residents and citizens right here in the uae to do our part as well when it does come to sustainable energy and lowering our carbon footprint yes indeed let us know if you take some few steps in your day-to-day life to help reduce the carbon footprint that could be anything from cutting down on the use of plastic using more reusable bags could be turning off the lights when you're not using a certain bathroom or you're not in the room any little step any little effort matters so let us know what are your tips and tricks so maybe we can actually go ahead and implement them in our very own life coming up on today's show once again we're talking about a world's first because never did i think we would find airplane business going into the metaverse but that's going to be changing up today keep us on your five log to find out more about it check this out check this out oh, 95 Honey, I'm going to need your skills and your voice for this segment. Mm-hmm. Could you please give me your voice? Ladies and gentlemen, boarding <laughs> now on gate number four. So, not in this world, though. Not in this world? Mm-hmm. You want a robot? No, I don't think a robot. In the metaverse. In the metaverse. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, close your eyes if you're not driving. And imagine you are in the metaverse airport. You have a headset on. You have a headset on. You're You're closing your eyes right now and you hear this. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, we are about to depart from uh, Metaverse International Airways. And, uh, Metaverse International Airways? Yes, because... That's uh, a nice name. I mean, uh, with Metaverse, you're going to be after traveling because they want a mock-up of the real world. So how are you going to get from <laughs> here to New York, for example? you got to go on a plane. Yes, indeed. And the company, the well-known company that is behind almost every plane that people go ahead and get onto... Boeing is actually planning to build its next airplane, not in the real world, but rather in the metaverse. This is going to be a snapshot of what the future will look like, a future that is not too far away because we're talking about a timeline that is as little as only two years. Boeing's factory of the future is planning an immersive 3D engineering design that will be twinned with robots that speak to each other while the mechanics around the world will be linked by a $3,500 HoloLens headset that is made by Microsoft. So basically, you put your headset on and you're traveling to New York, you're traveling to Australia, you're traveling to the US, you name it. Yes, and uh, again, we're looking at how uh, the metaverse, Meta, Facebook's company, 
or you know, if it was Facebook, now it's Meta, and how they have made a domino effect when it has came to the metaverse. And now everyone is following suit. Now, critics have been saying that Boeing has, you know, repeatedly made similar bold pledges on this digital revolution, and it's always had mixed results. But insiders this time say that overarching goals of improving quality and safety have take on, taken greater urgency and significance as the company does tackle multiple threats. And the plane maker Boeing is entering 2022 fighting to reassert its engineering dominance after the 737 MAX crisis. And again, you know, we're looking at how they are laying the foundation for a future aircraft program over the next decade. And they want to, you know, have a stance in the real world, but also in the metaverse. And, you know, I always kind of wanted to be a pilot. <laughs> now that you're doing going to come true. When I was younger, I kind of I did apply to become a pilot. Didn't work out for me, but, you know, now I'm here. And... <laughs> Imagine I as Hanny, mm. you know, in the metaverse, I can be whoever I want. And I could probably be a, a, a an airline pilot, you know. I think I could pull it off pretty easily. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> we will be descending uh, 3,000 kilometers down. And uh, you might have a little bit of turbulence on your way down. What's I the temperature going to be when we land? Temperature in New York City is going to be 18 Celsius or 42 Fahrenheit. Depends what you like. <laughs> but again, I mean, we're looking at the metaverse not only being selling plots of land for 2.5 million dollars but also maybe someone can buy an actual plane on the on the metaverse who knows and right and have their own airline true who knows and the best part about it is that a lot of the planes that are already known or that boeing is known for will have now digital twins in the metaverse that's definitely going to help uh, the company runs simulations regarding the planes, make sure that they're functioning just fine, especially if you have a digital twin that could do that for you. You'll get speed, you'll get improved quality, better communication, better responsiveness when issues occur by simply implementing every plane's digital twin in the metaverse. Let us know what are your thoughts and have you always wanted to become a pilot? Because just like Hanny, your dream may be a lot closer than any of us or actually Or they can think. make me a police officer. I'd, be, Wait, I'd be patrolling the metaverse. Oh, there has Lord. to be law and order law in the metaverse. Right? Yeah, license and registration, please. I yes, think, hands on the wheel. I think you're Im imitating free guy now. Do I? <laughs> yeah, a little uh, bit. I don't think so. I think I would be a, a, a great police officer. I'd love to do a police chase. Wee -woo, wee -woo. Oh It'd be fun. God. Ladies and gentlemen, let's know your guys' thoughts. 4215. What would you want to be in the metaverse? For me, it's an airline pilot mm -hmm. or a police officer or a firefighter. I wanted to be a lot of things when I was young, but, uh, you know, maybe I could uh, fulfill my dreams in the metaverse. We want to know what your dreams are in the metaverse. But ladies and gentlemen, this does conclude Future Talk for today as the clock does hit 3 p.m. Mm -hmm. We'll be opening the airways for afternoon kalak with Makeda Atiyah and Aisha and Mazmi. But we will be seeing you guys tomorrow. Same time, same place, only here on Pulse. 95.